We are coming in hot. The podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live at Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. All right, guys. I gotta. Uh, I've been chasing this guy down for a while. Um, you know, a little backstory on how we met is actually through one of my boys, uh, Skeezy Mac. Shout out Scott McConaughey. Um, you know, me, me and Kong, uh, we, we met through Scott, like I just said, and, you know, just a real, real cool dude. Um, you know, not too much history with them, but, you know, just kind of in passing and, you know, talking about King Kong Brewery and, you know, uh, some of the food stuff that he has there. Um, I'll let him elaborate on that a little bit more, but, you know, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming to coming in hot Kong win. Welcome. How you doing, brother? Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good, man. I appreciate having me on the show. And uh, yeah, and I'm excited to be here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And this has been a long time coming. Just me and you chopping it up. Um, Like I said in the intro, you know, we we really, you know, kind of know each other in passing, but we kind of started um, you know, around the same time with you with King Kong Brewery and us with Nash and Proper. So I, I want to take it back, man. Are you from SAC? Yes, uh, actually born and raised. Uh, okay. I was raised in South Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I've lived here uh, pretty much most to almost all my life. Uh, I did actually go to college in Stockton. Uh, to the University of the Pacific okay. back between 2002 and 2006. All right. Other than that, man, like I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've lived here all my life and, um, yeah, my family's here and, you know, I just never imagined really moving away from this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it's just really cool to be able to kind of create something that just allows me to just kind of keep that moment that that uh momentum going you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i know a lot of times people will go through these things where they're they're going through like changes in their lives and whatnot uh yeah i'm i'm excited to to the path that this has taken me and uh yeah man i love sacramento and i love how it's changing and growing um yeah man it's it's really cool but that uh yeah I i was i was i'm currently in around midtown as well Okay. Uh, the business is in, is closer to to North Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being from South Sac, you know, it's it's uh, very similar in terms of like the, um, the you know the the, the kind of poverty level and, and things mm-hmm. like that. So I can relate to to where I'm uh, where I'm at a lot right now. So it's it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so um, coming from South Sac. Um, I, I got family out there. Uh, I, I really didn't, you know, spend too much time. I'm from the north side. I'm from, you know, pretty much where your uh, your brewery is over on Del Paso Boulevard. Um, grew up there. So, you know, growing up in South Sac, we, we're talking about the late 90s, um, probably probably mid 90s, um, uh, late, late 80s. It, it was real out there, man. So, mm-hmm. You know, uh, kind of take me, (laughs) take, take me to the journey of, you know, um, you know, navigating the streets of South Sac, 
like I said, you, you, you know, like, uh, what you're saying before, you know, the, the North side, you know, we, we, you know, it was real where we are. I'm from, you know, Del Paso Heights area. Um, and South Sac, every time I went out there, you know, holler at my cousins and stuff, it, it was the same shit going on. So how were you navigating those streets back then? And, um, yeah, let's just start there. And, you know, where'd you go to high school and how'd you navigate high school to, you know, going to the university of the Pacifics? For sure. For sure. Uh, so pretty much I was, uh, so born in 84. Um, so probably up to, uh, about 91, uh, my, my family lived, uh, over by, um, Lemon Hill, Lemon All Hill right, area. Shout out Lemon Hill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then probably around 91, we kind of moved towards the border of what now is, uh, Sacramento, um, be- before it becomes Elk Grove. So mm-hmm. back then Elk Grove wasn't really, even really developed. And so when we kind of moved out there, um, things were, were kind of different, but, uh, yeah, man, just what's funny about it is that, you know, um, of course back in, you know, back then that area kind of had a reputation for being a little bit rough, but when that was kind of all you knew, you didn't really think much of it, you know? Exactly. Uh, um, but growing up, I mean, there was like a lot of, uh, what's funny about it is there was a lot of kind of things going on. I mean, I remember like, <laughs> talking about, you know, um, there's like gangs and things like that. And, um, I mean, even in the house that I was living in back then, we had gotten like robbed, uh, like twice, you know, I remember coming home and just seeing our ransacked and it was crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of what I knew. I mean, we played with all the kids in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. Uh, we were always playing outside, you know, Mm -hmm. when it got dark, you kind of went inside. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, man, up to, uh, you know, but my dad, I think, you know, being that he was raising us, I think he saw that, you know, we needed to be, we needed to move into a better place, you know, somewhere that was going to be, um, better for us to be raised. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, believe it or not, like my, my, you know, my brother who is successful today, you know, was getting into some to bad things out, over there, you know, being around the wrong people, mm-hmm. you know? Um, just imagine back then, I remember, um, you know, bikes getting stolen and things like that. Um, it's just, you know, you're just being, you're just being, uh, a bad kid growing up a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. but we never did anything kind of crazy, but, uh, you know, until we moved over to closer to like Elk Grove, I'd say, um, near, so, so my elementary school growing up was, uh, what Elder Creek. Um, and then I remember I would stay, yeah, I would stay at the daycare. I mean, I I was a daycare kid, Mm -hmm. so I'd stay at the daycare, uh, right next to it. Um, you know, growing up. And then when we made our way over to, uh, closer to Elk Grove, I went to Florin high school over Mm -hmm. there. Um, and so I always thought that was a, a fantastic school. Um, but now, like when I talk to people now, when I mention when I tell them that I've been there, like that's where I went for high school, they they always give me that reaction. Like, Whoa, Florida, <laughs> high, that's that's a little ghetto. And I'm like, really? I was like, that's a, I thought that was a really nice school. You know, hey, man, that, uh, that floor mall but, uh, though, man, that that floor mall was real, man. You you didn't go to floor mall without a crew. You know, <laughs> yeah, back then, I love Florida Mall, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Wine stocks. I remember yeah, wine stocks. Wine st- uh, <laughs> I remember uh, KB Toys. Yep. Yeah, I love that mall, man. <laughs> I remember when Arden was like the like like the the the, the top mall. Oh, you know, man, it's kind of changed now a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember even wa- so when I went to college. Uh, I actually got a, uh, during the summertime when I came home, I got a part-time job at Sunglass Hut mm-hmm. over in Florin Mall. All right. And it was rough. I mean, it was a little <laughs> rough. I mean, I was fine. I mean, I was safe, but it was just like, it was a little bit, uh, you know, different, different yeah. for sure. The were, was different. Hold on. Yeah. Were you chasing people out that stole the sunglasses? Cause I know no, I, I, I was in that. retail I, and, and I was in the warehouse and they would make me come upstairs to follow people. I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm not dying over some, uh, some linens, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Over some, 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 some <laughs> <No>. curtains, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, there's insurance for that. If they ever wanted anything beyond, you know, if they just wanted the sunglasses, I'd be like, you know what? Take it. It's not worth it. You know? Uh, but no, I never had, I actually never had any issues because with sunglasses, everything was locked up. Oh, okay. And so, um, you know, if they wanted to see a pair of glasses, I mean, we would just take it off of them, but mo- more, most of the stuff was, was locked up, but I did see, um, there was an incident. I remember, uh, these two girls were just kind of walking down the mall and the next thing you know, I just see like a bunch of security and like cops come and then like, you know, get them and then kind of walk back toward, I think it was Sears. If I remember, uh, but it was uh, things like theft happening and stuff like that. Just, you know, minor shoplifting, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it was what it was, you know, you just kind of kept to yourself and just kept working. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. That's for real. Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I, I'm used to it, man. I, I'm just like, I think what it is, man, it, it, it did help me. It did raise me to, to be less sensitive to these type of things, you know, which, mm-hmm. um, I think it is, is, is good for someone sometimes, you know, yeah. you need to be able to kind of, kind of see the contrast of, of different, different type of lifestyles and stuff. No, that's what's up, man. And isn't your family in the restaurant business? Yeah. Yeah. So we actually have a, a, a restaurant over in South Sacramento called long sandwich. Okay. Uh, it was established back in uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nice little mom and pop shop. Um, we do, we do bon mis, we do, uh, mis cuisines over there. And, uh, that kind of helped me, um, guide me or kind of, uh, transition me over to uh, having a kitchen in the brewery. Okay. You know, it was easier, easy to, easier to have that kind of, um, help and experience to navigate through the permit process and things like that. And just yeah. even just, you know, um, having that available, you know, cause that's a totally different beast in its own. Okay. And, um, so yeah. you, did you, did you work for long sandwiches or, you know, like what, what, what was your duties there? Did you ever get into there or are you just kind of, you know, chopping it up with your pops and Hey, how are you doing this? Or are you in there working with him? Uh, so I, I helped start, uh, when we first started in 2004, I spent, so still in college and whatnot. So I actually ended up uh, helping them start for a few the first couple of months, mm-hmm. um, pretty much running the front of the shop, taking orders. Uh, then we had 
uh, Java City Coffee. So I was the one kind of making a lot of the coffee for it for you know anyone who ordered the coffee. Okay. Um, you know what's so funny about speaking of South Sac and, and 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 being raised there? I mean, I remember the craziest incidents that uh, happened while I was working at the restaurant. Um, so cause because I was in college, I can only help so much to get it going. Um, and, uh, yeah, some crazy, the craziest things that happened in that place, man. I remember when during construction of that place, mm-hmm. um, cause I was around during that time as well. Um, yeah, one day we, we got a call seeing that uh, a car had run through the front of the, the store <laughs> and believe it or not, dude, what was nuts about it was in front of the store. And I'm not trying to make this like place sound ghetto, but, um, <laughs> there was actually a, sh- like a, a shootout in front of the, in front of the restaurant, man, oh, believe it or not, before we even opened. Yeah. It was the craziest thing that I'd ever heard. And, uh, what's nuts about it was that, um, so that happened, right? The first time. And the second time, man, there was actually another shooting. Um, this is so bad. But there was actually another shooting uh, where my brother was literally there at night baking. And next thing you know, he said he said he uh, he recalled like seeing flour fly in the air. And he thought it was a ghost. He thought he was like, oh, man, is it haunted? Is there ghosts? And then he realized he started hearing the bullets like fly. Oh, and so he's, the bullets actually made its way into the restaurant. Um, oh, wow. and yeah, because the restaurant used to be right next to a liquor store oh, okay. and you know, that draws now. a lot of, <laughs> yeah, that draws a lot of bad attention. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I remember that whole ordeal there. Uh, there was another incident where I was actually at, um, the restaurant and next thing you know, you hear this huge crash and you and everyone's like, what the heck is that? So we walk out and I just remember, um, I, I guess a junk, a drunk driver was being chased by uh, the police mm. and it had actually run into like a few cars in the mm-hmm. parking lot mm-hmm. and then into the storefront of a place that was only a few stores down from me or from our restaurant. And I just remember going out, walking out and seeing my guns drawn to these guys at the car. And it was like kind of crazy. It was kind of wild, you oh, know? Man. Um, yeah, man. So it's just, it's kind of nuts because it's like, yeah, you get, you, you experience these things and you hear about these things and you see these things firsthand and you're just like, wow, like I can't believe that happened. But then at the same time, you're just like, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's handled and you're experiencing it and whatnot. But yeah, yeah it's just, it just, it's just everything that was happening during that time. But my, but going back to the question, um, yeah, I only, I only helped uh, kind of establish and open the restaurant and okay. then kind of went back to school to, mm-hmm. you know, do my studies. And, and then after that, um, we have another family business that I got involved with after I graduated. So okay. I didn't get to spend as much time, um, at the restaurant after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, like I'm, I'm going through, you know, a similar situation with opening up Elk Grove right now. And I think, you know, the, the part that you were involved with, with opening and setting stuff up is the most important part because everybody that comes in after you is going to have your blueprint. So, you know, like it's cool to, you know, have an established place and come into it, but the hard work is the building of the restaurant, the, the, the start, because you can't go back, you know? So, that's the most important part, I believe, in opening up a restaurant, and you're a part of that. So, you know, like I think you got the the most out of you know uh, your 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 pop sandwich spot. Um, 
So let's, mm. you know, we talking about sandwiches. Where did beer come into the picture? You know, like you could have, you could have opened sure. up, you know, your buy me shop. You could have just been like, Hey pop, give me the recipe. Why mm-hmm. beer? How did you get into brewing? Because you're the head brewer there, correct? Actually, uh, I was the uh, head brewer for the first year, uh, mm-hmm. but actually uh, I have a friend of mine that I met in school in, in UC Davis when, okay. I, when I went to the brewing program, and now he is the brewmaster, um, that's, and he's been with me since about the end of 2018 or so, beginning okay. of 2019 roughly, so mm-hmm. he's been with me for about a little over two years now, I believe. Okay, so how, how, does, the, how does brewing beer come into your life? Like, uh, is it before, you know, the UC Davis or are you already, mm-hmm. you know, in the bathtub making batches of beer? Like I used to do back in culinary school. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I, I actually then was a late bloomer. Um, okay. so I'm never afraid to admit how I got, I got started into the, uh, to the business. You know, a lot of times you hear these, these guys opening up breweries, you know, they, they, they talk about how long they've been home brewing and all these things. Um, Believe it or not, man, I was at a point in my life where, you know, uh, so pretty much uh, what I did after I graduated is I started working um, in the dental business with my brother. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty much uh, taking care taking care of the administration there. And uh, we had a couple of busy offices that, you know, I managed. And um, yeah, it was a really stressful job. And working with family, you know, it can be uh, very challenging at times and, and things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, together you can be really strong. But at the same time, like everybody knows there's a saying like don't don't work with family and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like we've kind of managed to to figure that out, you know. Um, but, yeah, I was at a point in my life where, you know, I was just looking for something different. You know, I just didn't, you know, as much as I felt like. I was being beneficial to the business. I was kind of trying to find something for myself. You know, I just didn't, I wasn't sure if I saw myself managing dental offices for, (laughs) I don't know, who knows how long, you know? And at that point, um, the, the idea of the brewery came in 2011, I'd say. Mm -hmm. So at that point I've kind of been working for about five years. Um, and you know, I have a steady income at that point. Um, you know, start saving and doing my thing. Uh, but I heard about the craft beer industry. And I heard like, this is before it kind of blew up, but I heard it was like, there, there was a, a, a growth in it mm-hmm. and that it was going to blow up. So at that point in 2011, I heard, I also heard, had heard about the uh, C. Davis uh, master brewers program. Mm-hmm. And so there's something that um, was sounded intriguing to me, you know, um, I, I felt like I was a kind of like an artistic person that's always been um, taught and kind of raised to, focus on the analytical like study, you know, um, you know, run a, run a dental office business wise, run numbers, uh, those kind of things, you know, and I never really got to embrace my, my artistic side. Um, and it, it's always been, I felt like something that just never was, um, given attention to, you know, I remember when I was young, I asked my dad, like, Hey, you know, and this is just any, any, boy hey you know see acting is really cool hey take classes how to act and you know get it kind of theatrical and grades go to school and whatnot and Mm -hmm. we really got to embrace that uh when i heard about uh the crap beer industry i just thought it'd be really cool to learn how to make beer and at that Mm -hmm. point 
you know, uh, at that point I, I, you know, was going out and, and doing my thing. Um, but I, I was never really into craft beer to the extent of what it say, you know? Um, but, you know, going into the program, you know, I, I was kind of, I was green, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know much. And within the first couple of weeks, you know, I'm a bit overwhelmed in the program. So I actually had a three-year wait to get into the UC Davis program. So it started in 2014. Mm-hmm. And then within the first couple of weeks, you know, I, I felt like I was kind of overwhelmed with the time, you know, at that point I'd come in and, and, and I had this idea that, yeah, it'd be really cool to open a brewery. Um, but I didn't really know what really, what realm it, you know, what it took to do that. And coming from like a business background, I just kind of figured that if I can go to school for this, this would give me the opportunity to have a strong foundation to get to the goal, you know, of, of opening a brewery and doing it properly. Yeah. And, and I believe it's one of the best decisions that I had ever made, you know, um, it, within that program, you know, just being able to be exposed. Just imagine in 2014, the crop beer scene was significant, but it wasn't to like what it is now, you know, Mm -hmm. and to be surrounded by, imagine the community that you see now, but just having that in a classroom, having that passion in the kind of that, you know, um, excitement for the, for the industry being around that you couldn't help, but like gravitate and, and, and absorb, that experience, you know? Mm -hmm. And so from that point on, I just felt like I became really obsessed uh, with what I was doing. When I started brewing, um, I got it at that point, uh, I answered the class. I started investing in a lot of um, smaller equipment uh, and uh, started brewing like all the crazy. And so with that, I just became really obsessed with what I was doing and Mm -hmm. what was really cool about it. I was able to learn and execute with the proper knowledge. And, uh, I think that really went a long way. Um, and it's different. It was a different approach from everybody else, but you know, it worked out for me. And then that's what, how King Kong really came about. So what was the, you know, cause there's a part of everybody's, you know, especially, you know, our business, you know, like of, of creatives, was it you going to that classroom, the mastery brewery, um, brewing, um, uh, class where you mm-hmm. just seeing these passionate people and you're just like, okay, let me dig in deeper. Let me see where their passion is coming from. Like, what was that clicking mm-hmm. moment where you're like, holy shit, like I could make this a business. I think the intent was always to start the business. I just never knew to, you know, to what extent the practice took to develop product, you know, and, and maintaining the thing was producing quality beer and maintaining the quality. Mm -hmm. The cool thing about it is that like, I felt like within my personality, you know, I was a perfectionist. And one of the biggest things that I always kind of focused on was, following direction or following, um, a, a, a strict pattern, you know, and with brewing in for you to be able to replicate or do something, you'd have to be able to make sure that you are notating and, and, and doing the same practice repetitively without trying to pull away, um, or, or, or a set in a sense, like skip, 
skip steps. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think, I think what happens is when someone or people are trying to produce or trying to shortcut a, 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 a way of making something, it can affect it, you know, greatly. Yeah. And I think what it was is that it's just my personality was so fitting for something like this. You know, mm-hmm. I always was into trying to create something really cool but then always trying to like look at the details of everything. And that's why I feel like it really kind of, I I really got hooked and then being, and I think what it is is too, is as you kind of learn and develop and you practice, you start to see what more can become of what you're doing, you know? So then when you first, when you make your first recipe, you're kind of like, okay, this is what's happening. But then now you start to think, well, what if, you know, you start to change in the ingredients and, adding different things and in different techniques. Um, I think that's what really got me into the, that, that mode of like, this is something that I think can really do you know, willing to learn uh, and, and, and be able to, I guess, quote unquote, master or, mm. or, or improve on. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. So that's, that's, it's, yeah, that's where the, where everything comes from. No, that's that's amazing, man. And you know why Del Paso Boulevard, man? Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, look, hey, I, yeah, like I said, yeah. I, I grew up there. I know for years and years and years, the uh-huh. city is trying to you know push businesses down there uh, to mm-hmm. to grow the business um, in in Del Paso Heights area. Um, especially um, right there in that little art district that you're in. Like, what was, mm-hmm. why in the hell Del Paso Boulevard? Because you're successful. You're killing it, you know? But why, <laughs> Thank you. why Del Paso Boulevard? Especially coming from South Sac, because I can't pinpoint, uh, you know, a place in South Sac. You know, I know a couple, you know, I know my grandma's right. house. I know my auntie's house, right. but you know, why Del Paso Boulevard? So going back, uh, to my profession or my, my previous profession. So I was, I was uh, in the dental business and that brewery was actually supposed to be in another dental office. Um, <laughs> okay. so my brother, yeah. So my brother, so my brother's an investor in, in the company and he okay. actually had bought, purchased that building. Uh, back in 2012, uh, with the intent to build another dental office. Okay. Um, at that point, I had I had mentioned to you that I was going through a phase of my life where I just didn't, I wasn't sure if that was something that I wanted to continue. You now, uh-huh. and I remember having a direct. I mean, I remember having a direct discussion with him after he had already drawn. He had been talking about the dental office. He had blue pin. Uh, blueprints drawn already. They were ready. They were approved plans built. And right before he was about to start construction, he was in the process of, you know, finding the general contractor. We, you know, there's someone that we already work with and mm-hmm. we have history with that was probably going to um, take the project. Mm-hmm. But I remember at that point, I, I, at that point, I remember I, I had to be honest with myself and have a discussion with him. And I told him, that, you know, at this point, like if you decide to move forward with this, this, this other office, you know, I know you, re- you know, you've relied on me to be your um, right hand man in, in, in managing these offices. But if you move forward with, with this project, then, you know, I think you need someone else to, to manage it. You know, I, I don't see myself being the person to do that. And 
um, this point, I just I'm 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 already stressed and, and overwhelmed with what with my responsibility now, mm-hmm. and I just don't see this as what I continue doing. Mm-hmm. That by the building became vacant for years because you know um, one there, there was a tenant previously that was there for a while, and it was a glass repair shop mm-hmm. from two different tenants, and then the other the other the other suite was always pretty much vacant, you know? So it was, and then, and then in that area, um, there was interest from people who were wanting to rent the the space, but it just never, never, um, fell through, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so then when I started the, the program, I, I told them like, you know what, I think I just really love building. I just like the fact how there's already roll of doors, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's an open space already and there's a huge back area. Mm-hmm. So I told him like, man, I, I, I would be, I want the, if you, you know, if you're cool with it moving forward, I would love that space to be the brewery. You know, I just mm-hmm. think it's a really cool space. Um, you know, the area, I, I didn't think too much of that. I think I thought to myself, well, the business plan was always to, to make it a destination, you mm-hmm. know, to c- try to create something that people would want to come to uh, and, and producing um, quality, quality products that can be distributed, but attract people to the facility itself, you know? And so I just never, I just never thought that, I need, and at the same time too, I mean, you, you would see that that was a, a pretty busy street, you know, people were driving down Arden. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't even think too much about, um, I, I always felt like there was enough traffic. The challenging after we opened, I started to see how difficult it was to actually get them to stop and, and stay in the area, <laughs> but that's a whole nother thing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so, so, so I, I, I advocated that even at one point, like he, there was someone that wanted to apply and open like a, a a boba place like a milk tea place mm-hmm. and he was like come on, like there's a place you know um i remember i was in class and i was on a field trip uh to sierra nevada and we were in the packaging plant of sierra nevada and i get a phone call from him. he goes come on like there's someone interested in the space and i want to give it to them and i was like nah man like if you can like i really want this space you know mm-hmm. and at this point i've already invested my own money to going back to school, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was a plan, you know, so it was going back to school for it, you know, practicing, um, getting the brews right. And so soon after that, I mean, I imagine getting permits and building out in that space. And so, um, you know, it, it was a discussion that me and him had. And, and, and fortunately, you know, the, 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 the bubble place didn't work out, um, to our benefit or to my benefit really at that time. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, man, it just, we just kind of started at that point and decided that, you know, we're going, this is what we're going to do. Um, and this is how we're going to move forward, you know? And, uh, yeah, I think it was one of the best, it was one of the coolest things that we've done and, uh, and moving forward to today, just, just, you know, um, the community itself is, is amazing. And just everything that we've been through with them, um, I'm just so glad that we're be, we're able to be a part of, of, of district two or, or, you know, old North Sacramento or mm-hmm. uptown, whatever you want to call it. But, mm-hmm. um, it's a really, it's a really cool, it's a really cool experience. And, uh, I think, I think it was really cool what we did. And, and at the same time too, man, like the, 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 the placement of it, you know, just thinking that root, you know, that's a center point between Roseville, Elk Grove, Folsom, West Sac, mm-hmm. um, and distribution. I mean, there's freeways in almost every direction. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense to be able to use that as like the central hub, you know, for, for, for being able to distribute and even having access to the brewery from the, the different places. 
Yeah, that's great, man. And, you know, um, the, the marketing is fantastic. You know, somebody that, you know, I'm, I'm really into marketing and, you know, the King Kong, you know, what is it was, was that just, you know, was that your first name? Um, you know, King Kong, or did you have like a few different names, but you know, the King Kong brewery, uh, brewing company is a fantastic name. Your, your marketing is off the charts. Um, was that something that, you know, even when you're going to the, the master brewery program, was that always number one on your list? King Kong brewing company. Um, so how that came about is, a, is another interesting story. So, so when I, when I first started thinking about names, I was, you know, one of the, the cool names that I thought was really neat, um, during that time was like device, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I always thought to myself, like, okay, why don't we name something cool like that? Like hit. Um, but during that time, um, I had actually different group of group of friends that, you know, I would discuss this to, and, you know, at different, um, uh, point without them having an influence on each other, you know, they said, dude, you got to name it King Kong. And I was like, that's just silly. Like, I'm not going to name it King Kong. And, <laughs> and then instead of putting a K, he said, you got to put a C. Yeah. And I was like, that's dumb. Like, no, <laughs> I just don't think that's a good idea. And so then after, like, I realized the pressures by different groups and uh, of, uh, not even just friends, but my family as well, they're like, you got to do it that way. And I was like, you know what, man, let's, let's just try it. Okay, let's just do it. You know, I felt like it was fate. Um, the fact that different people were so supportive of that name, I was just like, okay, let's just, let's just roll with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And ironically enough, as it's growing and, and people are, uh, are giving me feedback about the marketing and the name, I, I, I part of me still thinks it's, it's quite silly. You know, I think having your name on a, on a, on, on the brand is, 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 is a little, I've always kind of been, a, I, I truly believe like I've always been like a more of a modest kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but to kind of have that on there, it's, it's, it's a different feeling, you know? And then mm-hmm. with one of the arguments is like, man, why do I always have to do, deal with this? Because, well, your name's on the building. And it's just like, <laughs> man, and how do you argue against that? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you rebuttal that? Then you just, you just, you just put your head down and keep moving forward, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's where it really came from. Um, you just, it, it, it stemmed from different, different people who need to, to, to do this. Um, and when it came to the branding, you know, a lot of, a lot of people kind of gave me their input and ideas. And I think the typical thing would have been to follow the kind of King Kong that people are familiar with, you know, um, the, you know, it's, you know, him hanging off the empire state building, mm-hmm. him hanging off the bridge. Mm-hmm. And I, and I get that. And I get that idea. Like I, I can see how that could be pretty cool, but I, I think for me, the root of it was kind of wanting to fit my own personality, you know, mm-hmm. and that I feel like I'm more of a calm kind of like just chill kind of person. So the idea for me was to kind of switch from just focusing on the gorilla aspect, but also maybe kind of focusing on the idea of the jungle theme, of course, mm-hmm. but then also like having primates using different type of um, uh, monkeys mm-hmm. to be able to kind of create a brown around of. And then as, you know, we developed and then we kind of, um, started doing different things. Um, one of the cool things that I felt like, um, has became a, a, become a cool kind of, um, marketing thing for us is that we started naming things after, um, kind of like the, the Hispanic culture, you know, mm-hmm. the Latinx culture. Mm-hmm. And we have some um, beers and things that revolve around that. And the cool thing about that is that 
you know, my, my brewmaster is, is Mexican, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just really cool that we can be able to express that side and be able to create like a line that kind of represents who we are, you know, okay. and kind of still tries to, to, to involve it into what we're doing, but our, you know, um, at the same time, same time too, our core lines are also kind of related to the original theme. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just been catching on and I, th- I think people can relate to the brand and, and I think it's really cool. And I think for us, it's, it's, our branding is, is also involving kind of the idea of creativity mm-hmm. and being able to kind of involve things that are kind of important to us, mm-hmm. but also like have a community involvement, you know? And I think that's what's really cool about the community portion is that we're able to really bring together or really, um, put folk, a focal, like a focus, a focus point onto a community that I feel that's kind of been neglected for years. Like you said, the city's been trying so long to improve this area, but it's always never developed, mm-hmm. you know? And I think now it's, it's beginning to change a little bit there. At least there is momentum, but yeah, man, that's where, that's where the, the, the thing kind of um, originated and, and how it's taking form, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. super dope, man. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Thanks, um, what you're doing for beer week um, and, and sack? Uh, we, we could just go over um, a few of the, sure. are you, are you coming out with, um, you know, any new beer for the week or you just going to continue doing your thing? Uh, so we, uh, yeah, so we're, we have a, a, a collaborative beer that we're doing with the um, other sacrifice. So each brewery is creating their own, uh, versions of a, a brand called, uh, rising together. Okay. Um, so it's going to be an IPA, IPA based beer. Um, we're going to be doing a hazy IPA with, um, passion fruit and pineapple. Um, so we kind of wanted to do something different, um, from what we are normally known for. Mm Um, so we're doing that. Uh, we may be releasing a beer during beer week that is kind of gravitate gravitated towards uh Cinco de Mayo and okay. that one is called Mexicali. Mm. It's a uh it's a uh, dark no sorry it's an amber lager. Okay. Um so that one you should look out for as well. Um and so I probably will try to um I'm I'm thinking on bringing back some bands um to to have some music going. I think a lot of people miss that. Okay. Um I've been trying to navigate through a lot of the changes in ordinances and and kind of seeing what's is appropriate and how we can help um, maintain if we decide to move forward, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now for beer week, the biggest things that we can really do are, are the beer releases. Um, and we, we should have merch, uh, new merch that will kind of come in line with the, the stuff that we're doing. So we will have some new glassware. Nice. Um, hopefully we'll, it, we'll get some new merchandise by the time that comes out. So it's, you know, while people are there, they can buy some, some new cool, new, nice. uh, new cool gear. Um, and yeah, that's, 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 what's kind of what we have going on right now for beer week. It's just kind of hard, man, with, 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 uh, with COVID still kind of going on. Mm-hmm. It's a bit different. Yeah. So during beer week, they always have different events and things that you could be a part of, you know? Um, yeah. but you know, with, with everything going on, we can only do so much, you yeah. know, and marketing is kind of changed. You know, we, we want people to come, but at the same time, it's like, well, we used to use events and, and, and music as a form of marketing to get people to come because it's fun and exciting, but mm-hmm. it's right now it's kind of like, well, you know, what can we, what can we, and what can we not do? So. 
Yeah, use that outdoor patio yeah. for sure. So you can be expecting those new releases. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a lifesaver, man. That patio, <laughs> that patio saved us. Hey, man, that was one of the biggest things that saved us. Yeah, there was nothing like that during during the the pandemic when uh, there was our only outing. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, we 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 remodeled that that patio quickly. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, so you know what's cool about it is is, is with the with the with the whole change and change in business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've altered our business plan. I mean, we we're finding different ways of how we can, um, do something different, you know, mm-hmm. and now the focal point has become the outdoor patio for us. You know, I think for us the, in the beginning, it was more about how, how do we get more indoor in, indoor seating and things like that. But yeah. now it's like embracing the outdoor seating. Um, and people say if people feel safer that way too, you know, mm-hmm. at least in this moment. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, what's crazy is that because of COVID we pushed cans, you know, before that we barely had, hadn't even done any cans. Mm. Uh, we were focused on draft that whole time. And we started getting into cans right in March when March approached, mm-hmm. like we'll, we'll, you know, we'll start our first can. And at that point, once COVID hit, we just transferred everything to cans mm-hmm. and we weren't even producing uh, kegs anymore. So it was really, really different, man, when all that was happening. Oh, definitely. But you know, you got to change now. You gotta, you gotta be able to, you know, maneuver through it. Oh yeah. And, um, the, my, my new restaurant Elk Grove, like I, <laughs> I hardly even looked inside. Uh, you know, I went to the kitchen. Oh, there's a dining room, but I have a 900 <laughs> square foot patio. And I was like, cool. You know, like I'll, I'll sign the leash. <laughs> you know, that was a, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dining room, oh, whatever. You know, just kept walking out to the patio. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just congratulations, great. by the way, Thank man. You. I think that's dope, man. Oh, yeah, man. Making it. it to Elk Grove. And I, and, and, and Elk Grove holds a close place to me because I was kind of raised. You know, living out sack, I mean, I, I frequented it in Elk Grove a lot. Yeah. Actually, my, most of my family lives in Elk Grove now, too. Mm. Um, a lot of my, my brothers um, ended up moving over to Elk Grove or even close to, like, Grantline. Okay. Because um, it's a, a new development, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to be great. I think they're going to be excited once you guys open up over there. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> you know, I, I can't wait to open it up. And, you know, it's a, it's a whole new experience, especially, you know, um, you know, bigger restaurant, um, Elk Grove always mm-hmm. showed us love, big, much love to Elk Grove. That's that was like I always tell people before downtown came about, I was looking in Elk Grove and downtown just kind of fell into my lap. Um, but um, are you ready to play some games? I got a couple games for you, Kong. All right, man. I don't even know what games were. I don't even know what to expect. So yeah, I'm, well, you I'm know, not, but. <laughs> you might you might get in trouble with a couple of your brewery friends, but we got to do it. Okay, this is top nah, five. Oh, that's rough. Top five, King Kong wow, Brewing top Companies. Top five, five brewing companies south uh, in Sac in in California. Uh, we're going to keep it to California, though. Northern California, if you can. But if you got something where you just want to, you know, oh, this place in South Cal, uh, 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 SoCal is, is fire. But I need Kong's top five brewing companies. 
Oh man, um, it could be in any by, order. But yeah. I, I appreciate. And you can't uh, say King Kong. Man, okay, let me try to let me try to like spread this. <laughs> let me spread some love, man. Okay. Um, you know, that's rough, man. That's tough. That's messed up. Okay, you should. I, I feel like I should have been prepared for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, hot seat. Okay, man. You know what I? I uh, yeah, so the first one, um, not only do they make, I feel like they, they, they don't just make great beards, but I just love their ambiance and their, their, their branding, uh, Modern Times. I think that's, okay. a, that's a fantastic brewery. Uh, I love that one a lot. Um, a really cool one. See, so when it comes to, to just these brands, not just, you know, the beer, but also just the branding, I think is really cool. Um, uh, Pure Projects is really cool. I okay. like what they're doing. Where are they um, at? Uh, Peer Projects, uh, San Diego. Okay. Yeah, San Diego, I believe. Um, so these are the SoCal ones, um, and mm-hmm. they're pretty big. I mean, they're distributing uh, as far, I think, up here. I don't know if Peer Projects up here, but um, I know Modern Times is kind of everywhere, but mm-hmm. I just love what they do with, 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 with what they do. Uh, let me try to give some love up here. Um, let me name let me, let me some Sacramento breweries, at least, huh? Okay, yeah. You, know, you, you can I, if you I, don't I, want to. You don't have to. Moxa's done. Okay. No, no, I, I'm gonna do it. So I, I nah, shout Moxa out Moxa for, for, for Sacramento. Yep. Yeah, Moxa's really cool. Great guys, great brewer. Um, really cool what they're doing. I love some of the stuff that they're coming out with in terms of like um, their little niche. It's it's really really dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Let me see some classy spots. Maybe that I can give. I should be, I should be, I should be, I should be, uh, so that's three, right? That's three. You got two more. Two more. Um, oh, what, uh, what is that? See, now you, uh, what's the name of it? Um, uh, uh Faction, Faction Brewery. Okay. Shout uh, out fantastic. Faction. All right. Uh, they're over by Alameda. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Alameda. Um, great, great beer. Uh, love the brewery. Uh, great with I love what they're doing. And there's one in San Francisco. Uh, let's see what's in uh, what is? Man, I forgot the name of it. Uh, and it's just it's a common place. It's not common, but it's it's a popular brewery as well. Dude, I got I I. I Man, I I can't remember remember off the top of my head right now. But anyway, uh, let's just do uh, just do a traditional one. Let's just say Sierra Nevada, I guess, because you right. know yeah. they're like the the ones that you you kind of you know look up to. You know what? No, I mean Russian River has always done some really fantastic okay. stuff too. I mean they've been solid forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just put the put Sierra Nevada because I I you mean you got to pay respects to to Gen Ken. Rosen, what he's done for the for the for the industry, you know, and what he's done for the craft and uh, craft beer industry for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. but I'm right. gonna remember the San Francisco one. Yeah, I got I got. It's, it's <laughs> on the top of the tip of my tongue, man. It's like in any other conversation that can just say it right away. You got me on the spot, and you got me like it's a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> uh, hey, hey man, uh, Sierra Nevada. When I was going to culinary school, I had a couple cats, and that's all they wanted to do was uh, work for Sierra Nevada. And Sierra Nevada yeah, was like it's it, it was like the the door to adultism, I guess, because for for years and years and years, you just pounding beer, and it doesn't matter what kind. But 
when, you know, Sierra Nevada came around, you, you kind of savored it. And you, you got toasty, too. You know, like, they, they're they really – that was a really good beer. I, I can still remember. I don't drink anymore, but – I, I remember, um, mm-hmm. you know, Sierra Nevada being, you know, that, that beer that you, you know, you have for your friends, you come over, they come over, you chill, you know what I mean? So big mm-hmm. shout out to Sierra Nevada and whatever you did. Um, all right. So we're at the end here, Kong, very great conversation. Right. And, you know, this is another one that you got, you got. <laughs> You gonna be like, I was caught off guard. Oh, no, man. All right, Kong. It is time to come in hot. So this is any topic you want to talk about. It could be political. It could be brewery based. It could be restaurant based. It could be family based. It could be anything. But Kong, what would you like to come in hot on? Any topic you want. You know, I want to say, thinking about this a little bit, you know, um, it's it's more of the political realm. And I'm not very, I like to say neutral in a lot of things, just mm-hmm. because I think um, polit- po- uh, politics is a very sen- sensitive thing. But uh, with recently, you know, I, I think there's been a movement when it comes to um, uh, the Black Lives Black Live movement and also the Asian American, uh, the Pacific Islander, um, like kind of racism right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I just wanted to address how it's, it's interesting how I felt like, you know, this has been going on for a while, but the fact that uh, the approach that it's being more recognized and there is more attention to it, um, is, 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 is an interesting thing. I think it's, 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 it's great for, uh, progression and things like that, you know? Um, but I know that can be really, really, you know, a, a sensitive thing between different and, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to say that I think it's cool that there is more attention to these things mm-hmm. that's going on. And as an American myself, you know, it's, it's, you know, we've always kind of the culture, our culture, our ethnicities have always been known for being um, passive aggressive, you know, or not passive aggressive, but more passive mm-hmm. when it comes to, to, to these type of things, you know, and it, it was really interesting to see um, the the momentum and being kind of what is being brought up and, 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 and how, you know, I think uh, culture is, is now picking up on it. And um, there is more media presence in, you know, the protests and, and the stuff that is going on, you know, I don't like to talk to talk about that stuff too much because um, you know, it's just, it's just, it's, just, it's, 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 for me, it's, it's something new. Uh, and, and, um, I just want to say that I admire, you know, those who can speak up on it and, and mm-hmm. are, 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 are working towards that change. You know, yeah. I think it's important that I, I think, I definitely think it's going to be something that's going to be on for a while, you mm-hmm. know, um, just like anything else in our history, it, it takes, it takes a long time, but it's really, I just wanted to kind of, I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. and I just wanted to kind of mention that. No, that's, yeah. that's super dope. I think, um, you know, like, uh, I, I remember, you know, where I grew up at, you know, like, uh, I remember when, when, when the Asians started coming in, you know what I'm saying? And like, we, we didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were right. just like, who, who are these people? And, you know, always been super mm-hmm. cool, 
Um, never, ne- me personally, never had any problems, but you know, they, they both sure. they stuck us both in the same area. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and then later on the, the Latinos came, but you know, like I just remember the first other race me seeing and, and hanging out with were, were the brothers and sisters that were Asian and they always showed love. So, um, really appreciate it. Uh, Kong of King Kong Brewing Company, go ahead and plug um, your social, your email, how people could get your beer. Um, yeah, just real quick, plug all your shit, man. Oh, uh, cool. Thanks, man. So our, our website is uh, www.kingkongbrewing.com. Uh, our uh, Instagram handle is at King Kong Brewing, B-R-E-W-I-N-G. Um, that's where we, mo- uh, update most of our stuff and you can kind of find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, we just, we just love the support. Um, we just love our community and, uh, I just hope that you, if you guys haven't tried us, you give us a shot. Um, and you know, I just hope you support the cause and, 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 you know, I hope, uh, yeah, just, just kind of help the industry rise, you know, and, and also, um, you know, shout out to just making sure that we all support our local businesses during this mm-hmm. time, uh, especially restaurants and, and places like that. You know, make mm-hmm. sure you are visiting your favorite spots because although they're still here now, you know, everyone's has their, their struggle. And, uh, you know, if you want to save it, make sure that you're, you're, you're so yeah, man, the, make sure you guys, uh, just make sure we all, we all support each other. That's on. All right, guys. Well, that was Kong Win of King Kong Brewery. Thank you for coming to Coming in Hot. Thank you so much, man. You could, you guys could holler at me at Chef Cease, at Nash and Proper, at Coming in Hot, www.nashandproper.com. Drop us a line on any of those, um, uh, any of those social media handles or website again to King Kong, holla at him. What's your address over there on Del Paso Boulevard, man? Uh, 1709 Del Paso Boulevard. 1709 Del Paso Boulevard. Holla. Hey, thank you so much. We are out. See you next week. Love ya. <laughs>